This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the old Trailblazer, coming out again this t- at this time, riding old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's get up. Let's let's pick up the step a little bit. There, it's a good good Monday morning here, and we got on the road already early. Kind of kind of frisky this morning. Well, it's this is it's a good day, cool, and uh, well, folks folks are out already out. Some of the farmers out in this area out there maybe. Uh, Hoeing out the cotton or picking strawberries. I don't know, we never know where we where the radio is coming in at this time. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. <clears throat> Let me just mention a little bit. We're here each day, Monday through Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me, this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, or the First Baptist Church of Algiers. And we bring you this study on the, the Antichrist, the soon coming of the Antichrist. And uh, we've been here several weeks already. We're looking at the uh, doctrine of the Antichrist, or what his uh, uh, object is, or what his motive is, or what his teaching is. But we uh, we hear, let's face this one fact, my friend. The doctrine of the Antichrist is to make man God, to exalt man, to honor man, to place man in the place of God, and to bow down and worship man. My friend, that's coming to pass. The spirit of the Antichrist that prevails this day and time will one day bring forth that man who will embody all the mystery of ungodliness, the wickedness, the corruption, the vileness, the cruelty, and the beastliness, like, like the beast of a man. This man will be known as a man of sin, the son of perdition, and we know him as the Antichrist. We saw in our earlier study that Satan is a father of the Antichrist. We saw where uh, the... the the, the young virgin conceived and, and bore our Lord Jesus Christ. But we saw a little later down that a young woman, this, this is the Antichrist, my friend, a young woman conceived by Satan and bore, bare the Antichrist. We'll look more at that in a little later. In the 13th chapter of Revelation, this great fact is stated in prophecy. And they worshiped the dragon, or Satan, which gave power unto the beast, or the Antichrist. And they worshiped the beast, the Antichrist, saying, Who is like unto the beast, the Antichrist? Who is able to make war with him? And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of of the Lamb of God, slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. Listen now, we're reading in the 13th chapter of Revelation. What an awful day ahead of us. What a day of darkness. Yes, one day in the future, and I don't believe it's going to be long. You may think it is. All of our churches will be turned to the worship of the Antichrist. Now, oh, my friend, this is after the Lord has come, I'm sure. Now, hold your seats. Most of these so-called houses of worship today are occupied listen now, occupied by the spirit of the Antichrist, and very little change will have to take place. The average church role today will scarcely be changed if our Lord should come. That's a fact. The average church role today would be little changed if our Lord should come today. There would be enough preachers left to fill all of the pulpits next Sunday, now, brother, we're living in one of the darkest hours spiritually that you and I have ever lived in. No, 
I'm not a pessimist. I'm an opti- optimist by nature because our Lord, my Lord, is coming. And my hope is in him, in his coming. That's my hope. I know someone will say, you're just an old crazy fool, trailblazer. All right, let me be a fool for Christ's sake. Could, could you just do that? Let me be a fool. Folks call me a crackpot. Let me be a crackpot for Christ. Oh, my friend, this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis. I'm not trying to, to, to be a, a, a smart aleck if you think so. No, I'm bringing you. My heart grieves for, for our lost people. I have loved ones who are lost. I have families who are lost. I have church members who are lost. Some know it and some don't know it. You may want to ask me this question, brother, Pastor Pendarvis, how is this change taking place? That's a good question. Why are the people accepting the spirit of Antichrist? And how in the name of high heaven will they believe the Antichrist, Satan's life, when he comes on the scene? That question is easily answered, my friend. The Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 12, even the Antichrist, whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and wonders, now listen, now stop there just a moment. Next Sunday, uh, listen, in our next service, in our next lesson, we're going to be showing you that Satan, through the Antichrist, has the power to heal. Oh, hold on, Trailblazer. Yes, that's right. Satan, Satan has the power to do everything that the Lord can do except give life. Now, my friend, that's why we're living in, in a delusional world. <laughs> the scripture says they'll give us he'll, they will give us a, he will give us a strong delusion. Well, we're there now. But listen, the Antichrist does have power to heal, the power to raise the dead. He has the power to perform miracles and the power to answer prayer and so on. And I'm going to show you this from God's word later on. And with all deceivableness and un, of unrighteousness and them that perish, because listen now, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. My friend, the saddest, the saddest time that I go through with here as a pastor of this church is that I have folks whom I love. <coughs> they've, <coughs> they've sat under the gospel. They know the truth. But they will not believe. They will not come to Christ. The Bible says, ye willed, W-I-L-L-E-D, not to come to Christ. Is that you, my friend? Is that you today? You listening to me talking about the Antichrist? Does that not frighten you to know that if you if you're never saved, that you'll be here during the tribulation period when Satan and the Antichrist will be the ruling, uh, all the ruling pope people? Listen now. Here is the first reason why the spirit of the Antichrist is so prevalent in this average in the average church today. And the first reason why, religiously, the people will accept the Antichrist it is because they receive not the love of the truth. Do you know, my friend, if the Antichrist should come on the scene today, this day, 95% of our church folks would accept him and swallow him hook, line, and sinker. In other words, the average church member today does not, does not love the truth of God's word. The average preacher does not love the truth of God's word. There's no love of the truth in, in, uh, in the heart of the average church member. 
Because of that, the Apostle Paul tells us, 2 Timothy 3, 7, listen, that they are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Never, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. We have more preaching today, more Bible teaching, more religious services than ever before. Ever before. You say, how so, Trailblazer? Well, listen, we have now the television. It wasn't available many years ago. We have the radio wasn't available. And now we have the Internet. We have the Facebook. We have all those other social medias, they call them. But the Facebook and all, and even even this even this little old uh, rinky dink ministry folks call it we're on we 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 can you can hear my broadcast this broadcast in Beijing China if you will to you can hear it on your iPhone you can hear it on your radio or internet radio all over the world my friend in fact let me just mention we have here what we call radio missions radio you can go there to our website radiomissions.org Look up Radio Missions Radio. It's a radio station that we own. It's an electronic station, of course. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, preaching the gospel, gracious old songs of our choir and late choir and other choir. And we have classic sermons by the late pastor, L.R. Shelton, classic sermons by Pastor H.D. Pastor, uh, Gale, pastor sermons by Pastor Mayer, uh, Pastor Pendarvis, and also by Pastor Pendarvis and other some of the brethren here, what we call classic sermons. They were brought several years ago, so we call them classic. But it's available today, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But listen, the more religious service today than ever before known, and yet very few ever come to the knowledge of the truth. God tells us the reason that they do not love the, the, in, in the truth in John 3.19. Men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds are evil. For everyone that doeth loveth evil, hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds be reproved. What is the truth, my friend? The average church member, including the preachers and laymen, hates, hates, listen, what is the truth that they hate? Oh, all right, hold your seat, here it is. It's the truth of a Holy Spirit conviction. Why do they hate Holy Spirit conviction? First of all, you never hear a mention that a sinner, poor old sinner, has to be awakened to his lost condition under Holy Spirit conviction. I have folks call me on the phone, and they say, Mr. Trailblazer, would you just answer me a question? And I, I get ready to answer there. I get some off-the-wall question. I had a man call me, or in fact, he wrote me, and he said, since you, since you are so smart, since you're the voice of truth, old trailblazer, I want to ask you a question. He said, who was Cain's wife? Well, I knew it was a, what we call a trick question. And I said, sir, I'm not a very smart person, but my dad told me a fool could ask a question that a smart man couldn't answer. He told me he was a college graduate, and this man did, told me he was a college graduate, had a, had a BA and an MA and an RA, whatever they call them, but he also had a PhD pending. Could you smell? Could you smell the sarcasm in his in his question? I told him. I said, I don't know if people can answer your question, but I can. Saint Cain's wife was his sister. There wasn't no other women on earth at that time, my friend. But anyhow, I don't usually answer those kind of questions. It's the truth of Holy Spirit conviction that men won't have. Why? Why? 
Why do they hate the Holy Spirit conviction? Because it reveals their wicked practices and unsaved heart. You see, there is scarcely any Holy Spirit conviction in the land today. The average preacher today does not know anything about Holy Spirit conviction or what it is. The average preacher today does not know what it is. The average preacher, when he sees it, he won't have it, my friend. No, sir. It makes him mad because the Holy, the Holy Spirit uncovers his depraved heart, shows him he's lost, ruined condition, humbles him in the spirit, and, listen, uncovers his depraved heart, uncovers his, his in the dust of humiliation. Now, we're running out of time. We'll get back to that tomorrow in our, in our next meeting. But I asked you folks, would you let me know you're listening? Call me. You folks up there in Alaska, call me. Over there in Roanoke, Virginia, you call me. My friend there, old trucker drive, Brother Mark, you call me sometime. Let me hear from you. And you folks over there in Corpus Christi, Texas, you call me. And, uh, and in Phoenix, Arizona, I love to hear from you folks. Just let me know that you're listening. And then help me with the broadcast a little. You say, well, Trailblazer, you don't ever beg for money like some of these preachers do. No, we don't have to do that. We believe this is God's work. And the Lord furnishes the money for it. It's His work. It's like the it's like the back in the years years long ago in the slavery days. This little old black girl was working for the old slave master, and she was always singing and cutting up and praising the Lord. And he told her one day, he said, "Why are you always so happy? You're always so good." And she said, "Well, Mister, Sir." Everything I got out there in that little old shack belongs to the Lord. If He wants to burn it down tonight, He burned down His own stuff. You ever think about that? But this is the old trailblazer. I'm happy to be back with you this morning, and we'll be here tomorrow, the rest of this week, and bringing you God's message from God's Word. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And if you would, help me just a little bit with the broadcast. We don't ever beg for money and ask for money and put on no programs and sell T-shirts and all that stuff. We just ask you to help us with the broadcast, just a little if you possibly can. And then uh, write me and let me know that you're listening. I love to know folks are listening. And, and pray for me. Would you just pray for the old trailblazer? When you go to prayer this week, it's your church. Pray for the old trailblazer. Goodbye and God bless you.